It's another podcast episode of WeatherWise. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic is all about the autumnal equinox. What is that, Daniel? Well, it's autumn. The first day of autumn is actually today. And uh, happy autumn to everyone. And Ulysses, he's joining me today. Of course, I'm Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson alongside Ulysses Garcia. How are you doing, Ulysses? Uh, I'm doing fine, Daniel. I mean, like you said, you know, happy fall, everyone. So, uh, yeah, we are finally in fall and pretty much in all spectrums. Yeah. Um, and that's something also we're going to talk about. So I know we talked about astronomically, but we're also going to talk about meteorologically and we'll explain all that. And we have mm-hmm. a lot to talk about when it comes to the seasons here. Oh yeah, because not only is it fall, but what does that mean technically when it comes to weather? What does it mean when it comes to astronomy? Um, what does it mean when it comes to so many other things? Because we're losing daylight um, and uh, we're actually getting to the equal days and equal nights. That's what the equinoxes are. So we're going to talk about that and so much more um, coming up. So let's begin and talk about fall, which arrives at 321 today. That's when we're, the sun's rays are directly over the equator. Mm-hmm. And that's what equinox means. So we have a spring and a fall equinox. That's when we technically have equal days, equal nights, 12 hours of sunlight, 12 hours of nighttime. And um, technically, there's a little bit of a delayed effect. So today's the 22nd, the first day of fall, but when do we actually get to that 12 hours of daylight and nighttime? Well, here in Salisbury, we actually get to that date, um, to that number on Saturday. Yep. Uh, so yes, and, and the reason for that, it just has to do with, uh, you know, the, the bending of light refraction, uh, you know, the way how sun, you know, how when, you, when we see the, the sun over the horizon, um, and how it goes down in the horizon. So it just really has to do with how the way the light is bended and it goes into our eyes yeah. is why our sunrise and sunsets don't exactly go with the actual date of the equinox. Yeah, just a slight delay. And let's explain, I guess, the Earth's tilt. It's kind of hard to visualize, especially for those who are learners, like visual learners. You have to see it to you know, really picture it and understand it. But if you can, just try your best to picture the Earth. A ball. <laughs> just think of a ball and think of it tilted just a little bit on an axis. And that's what the Earth is. We're tilted at 23.5 degrees, I believe is the exact. And with, correct me if I'm wrong, that exact tilt, um, just think of it tilted a little bit and then that Earth revolving around the sun. Twice a year, you know, we have the equinoxes where the saw, you know, the direct rays from the sun are directly over the equator, and that's why we get those transition seasons. But we're in the northern hemisphere. So with that Earth tilted, and it continues to revolve around the sun, at one point in the year, we have the summer solstice, and that's when the northern hemisphere is tilted towards the sun. So those rays are, you know, shining right on the northern hemisphere where we live, and that's why it's so hot in the summer. In the winter, the Earth is still tilted, but we're now on the other side that's tilted away from the sun's rays. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. It's pretty cool when you think about it. And that's what the astronomical seasons are. So it's an astronomical fall, officially, the first day of fall today. But I know we've talked about meteorological fall before, too. And I know that can add confusion. But meteorologists, we weather is different than, it's so hard to explain, but there's weather, there's climate, and then there's, of course, seasons. Just because it's September 22nd doesn't mean it's going to be fall weather, right? Right. Um, But just because it's September 2nd, 
if it is September 2nd. It's technically still summer, but it doesn't mean it can't feel like fall. So the reason we go by these seasons, you know, meteorological fall begins when, Ulysses, if you want to talk about it a little bit. So yeah, so meteorological fall starts from September 1st to November 30th. So we've already been in there for 22 days. Yeah, so yes. So like Daniel said before, like, uh, I know I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about this in my weather tidbits. This is actually all the stuff that we're going to talk about here is going to be, you know, we're going to be talking about on weather tidbits, but today we're kind of talking a little bit more, but like Daniel said, um, you know, most of September astronomically is in summer. Right. Um, so actually astronomically speaking, September is actually a summer month, but meteorologically it's an autumn month. So, yeah. uh, but you know, for meteorologists, it's like, you know, it's, we need it a little more easier. The problem with, astron with astronomical seasons is that because the fact that we have 365.24 days, we have that extra leap day every four years, um, that creates problems when it comes to the seasons changing. You notice how one year uh, the summer solstice could be on June 20th, but the next year it'll be on June 21st. And that's fine for astronomy wise, but when it comes to meteorologists, um, that's not good because for us meteorologists, we're trying to look for data. We're trying to look, you know, when the, a couple months ago when the National Weather Service and NOAA, they updated the climate records, they also did it for every month of the year and they also did it for every season. So in order for them to do that easily, they have to set a standard, a set point, and those set points are, are easier to find when it's defined from September 1st to November 30th when it comes to fall, um, you know, December 1st to February 28th or mm -hmm. February 29th for winter, March 1st to May 31st for spring, and then June 1st to August 31st when it comes to uh, meteorological summer. Yeah, it's a simpler set of days. Yeah. And it's great for climate data and, and just easier to, to look at. So that's the big reason. But another reason is, let's say, December 5th. That's technically, you know, still fall. Yeah. But we've had plenty of snow in early December here on Delmarva, the Mid-Atlantic, New England. So you can start to get winter weather in early December. And just like now in the fall, although early September is technically still summer, yeah. astronomically, you can still get strong cold fronts bringing in fall, you know, chilly air. So that's how I look at it. A simpler way to explain it is meteorologists just look at the seasons in three month increments, yeah. starting with the first of the month. Yeah. And it just makes you realize that we can start seeing that season's weather earlier than expected. Um, so it's just easier for us. Like summer is June, July, August. I mean, those are the summer months. Yeah. Um, although summer doesn't temp technically start till the end of June. So yeah, that's just the easiest way to explain it, I would say. No, yeah, and I agree. And, and the fact is like, and uh, yeah, like you said, it's just, it makes more sense in the sense like, you know, when you, when you think about December, you know, you think Christmas. Yeah, And winter. you think winter, you right. don't think autumn mm -hmm. um, in December. And the same thing for March. Like in March, yes, it's astronomically winter, but in March you're thinking about Easter, you're starting to think about flowers, you're starting, right. you know, we have, uh, spring forward on our clocks. So the word spring is mentioned there and it follows yeah. more of the me meteorological things. And the same thing with June, you know, school's out, Memorial Day just ended, Yeah. Um, you know, vacations. So you think summer, not spring. Exactly. Yeah. So those are the seasons, the difference between astronomical fall and meteorological falls. And I know it always kind of gets confusing with people because we would post something on social media, happy first day of meteorological fall. And of course, there's always that comment of people saying, no, it's still summer. <laughs> And they want, they want to hold on to it a little bit longer. Yeah. 
Yeah, and but, I think I think we should also clarify it to our viewers. Like we have that countdown um, that we always put on air when we post on social media. And when we use that graphic, we actually we're actually basing it on astronomical. Right. Um, and you know when you, we say it or we post it, we usually write it as meteorological. But when we put, when that graphic is mentioned on air, that like we always mention, you know, when we say it's two days till autumn, that's astronomical. The official uh, first yeah. day of autumn. We're, we're as meteorologists, we're telling you we kind of made up our own holidays. Okay, first day of meteorological winter, first day of meteorological fall. They're technically made up. It just makes it easier for the climate data, and meteorologically, that's when you can start to see the weather change. Yeah. Um, but yes, everything we put on TV on air with that holiday countdown, the season countdowns, those are all the official seasons, the official equinoxes, the solstices, and the holidays that everyone follows. So <laughs> yes, good clarification there. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely interesting. And I know on weather tidbits, I'm actually going to be talking a little bit more about other types of season, how ways the seasons are defined. I know, like I was looking up. Um, there's solar seasons. Um, that's also based on insulation. There's also ecology. Um, and, you know, those are ones I'm actually going to talk about a little bit more, um, you know, in weather tidbits. But it's interesting how seasons, uh, these are the most, the two most common, the two, the, two, the two that we'll obviously talk about most on air. But there's other ways how seasons are also uh, yeah. defined. You know, also like, you know, when it comes to the tropics, how there's a wet and dry season in the poles, there's polar nights and there's the midnight sun. You know, yeah, so. there's a lot out there. And I know you guys, if you guys are new listeners to our podcast, Ulysses has mentioned Weather Tidbits a couple times, and he's mentioned it in past podcasts. If you're a new listener and you're not, you don't know what Weather Tidbits is, hey, head to our website. That's 47abc.com slash weather. You can actually highlight over the Weather tab, and then you'll get a drop-down menu that takes you to Weather Tidbits. Or you can just scroll to the, I think, the very bottom of our weather page, and you can see Weather Tidbits on the bottom right. And there's just a whole bunch of cool videos that Ulysses works on. And he just goes into extra stuff that we could talk about on TV, but would probably take too long. So yeah. Weather Tidbits is just adding a little bit more details into the science. And he explains things on a different level, which is pretty cool to watch. So check those out. All right. So should we keep talking about daylight yes. a little bit because we're still losing it? Yes. And I think if you've been outside lately, you've been noticing it. We're actually losing it. Uh, a lot quicker like yeah. yes yeah, so like it is getting shorter but it's getting shorter quicker so and what we mean by that is that from yesterday to today and today to tomorrow we're actually losing more time right now yeah. than we were say a month ago or even a month from now yeah and some people might be noticing on their drive home after work in the evening time they might be noticing it darker at a certain point than what it was a few days before so the sun's setting earlier and earlier Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's getting darker and darker. I think we're losing about uh, two minutes, two and a half minutes almost. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so right now in Salisbury here, we've been, we've been losing two minutes and 27 seconds to be exact. And we've been losing that, um, it looks like from the 16th of September, and it looks like that continues until the 3rd of October. And that's gonna, pretty much going to be our period of greatest loss um, of daylight. So that means pretty much every day we're losing close to two and a half minutes of daylight um, especially during this stretch, this will be our greatest amount of loss from one day to another. So this is really, I mean, that's about almost 20 days or so. Mm -hmm. You know, you do two and a half minutes. That's almost, uh, you're about to lose about almost uh, a good 50 minutes there in just about three weeks time. Jeez. So yeah. that's almost an hour gone 
on both, you know, from the, you know, so that's, that's a lot of time. Uh, so yeah. you'll definitely notice it going into October. And, and the reason, and what's interesting about this is that this happens at the, the equinoxes. So it's not just the autumnal equinox. It's also going to be the vernal equinox in the spring. But the difference at that point is that we'll actually increase at our quickest pace at that time in March. We'll actually gain two minutes and 29 seconds of daylight. So um, the opposite so, side. So on the opposite side. From and the then pendulum, what, which we'll explain later. Yeah. And we'll explain this in a second why yeah. this happens. And then what's interesting is once we get through this stretch right now that we're dealing with two minutes and 27 seconds, that decrease will continue to go until the solstice. But from one day to another, it will actually be less noticeable. Right. Because um, until we get to the solstice where we'll actually end up close to zero. Um, and yeah, so it's pretty interesting. And this, and you know, what's interesting is that this also happens in the summer as well. Mm -hmm. So the, the, so, you know, the equinoxes are their own and then the solstices follow their own, um, their own rhythms. Yep. And the reason for all this is the best way to explain it is that, um, there's actually a special scientific word. It's called sinusoidal. So it pretty much peaks twice and then has two minimums. So right now we're actually peaking right now when it comes to the fastest rate of change. And then in the solstices, well, those will be the minimums where we're actually barely changing, um, barely moving at all. Yeah, so you think of it as a pendulum, right? Yes. That's swinging back and forth. Mm -hmm. So the equinoxes are... The ends of the pendulum. Ends of the pendulum, right. So, yeah. And the solstice is when you get down to the so, base. Towards the middle. Yeah. yeah, towards the middle of it. So yeah. So, the, so yeah, so when you're at the ends of the pendulum, that's when you're moving at its quickest. That's what's happening. Right now, we're losing daylight at its quickest rate. Yeah. And that's the same thing that's going to happen in six months from now in March. And then when you're in the middle of that pendulum, it's moving very, very slowly. And that's what happens in the summer solstice, yep. but also in the winter solstice. So that's what's going to happen um, in December. And that's why at the solstice time, period, time periods, we get our longest and shortest days of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. And in the equinox, of course, that's when you're getting equal days and equal nights. And you're losing so much time or you're gaining so much daylight. Um, and that's what we're looking at now. And I mentioned the sunset earlier. It's not just the sunset where we're noticing it. It's the sunrise too. So those of you getting up early in the morning, you may be noticing it's darker because the sun's actually coming up later in the morning and it's setting earlier at night. And then once we get to daylight or back to standard time, things will start to be more obvious in terms of changes because we're changing the clocks. But the amount of daylight and time changing is, yeah. is interesting when we get towards... Uh, when we do the clock changes, but yeah. astronomically things aren't changing. We're just changing the clocks. Yeah, it's just the clocks, point. but the same amount of time, the, taint, uh, the daytime, uh, the amount of daylight gained and the, the amount of daylight loss is still the same right. before the time change and after the time You're change. You're just shifting everything an hour. Yeah, all, everything, yeah, that's the only thing. So yeah, so it's, a, yep. it's just a shifting of your clocks, but everything else still stays the same. So the way uh, you know, nature works is still the same when it comes to mm -hmm. all that. But it's really just interesting that, you know, this is, the, this is the way our planet works. And this is because of the fact that the, the Earth is elliptical. So you also have to look at the fact that we have an elliptical orbit. So the fact that it's an uh, elliptical, it means that, you know, we're going to have these extremes where we're going to have minimums and maximums. And they're going to happen, at, you know, twice a year because of the fact that it's not a perfect circle. It's elliptical. It's almost uh, closer to an oval. Right. Exactly. So I'm excited for fall, and it looks like in our forecast, fall weather, you know, we're really going to start feeling it. It's not going to be, and I mentioned a couple weeks ago, 
you know, when you get into meteorological fall, which is September 1st, the beginning of meteorological fall, that's when you can start to really see those stronger cold fronts. You start to feel it. You get a tease yeah. of that autumn air at times from Mother Nature. And I noticed, or I mentioned on air a couple weeks ago, it's that time of year when we're still going to get hot days, but we're going to start to notice them not lasting as long. And the fall cool air that pushes in, those will start to last a little bit longer too. And it looks like in our seven-day forecast, we have a nice, you know, bout of cool air um, coming up and just in time for fall, too, uh, because we do have temperatures dropping tomorrow, you know, and um, lasting a good while into this upcoming weekend. It looks like we're going to stay in the 70s. No, yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, and I know, like, I was looking at, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, I was looking at the models, and I was just curious to see if we're going to see the 90s again, because I know, like, yeah. we've had... A couple, I think it was, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before where we had that one 90 degree day in October. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was a couple years ago. Yeah. I think, I feel like it was two years ago. Uh, but yeah, the okay. fact that, you know, I was just trying to look up to see if we we're going to have that 90 degree day that's going to appear one more time. But I feel like the way uh, September has been so far, it feels like we've kind of been gradually trending and backing off from the 90s. And it feels like we're starting to see those 80s kind of beginning to subside a little bit more and the 70s are beginning to take over now. So yeah. I almost feel like we almost are officially done with the 90s and, uh, you know, and gradually we could start turning off that AC uh, now as we're making our way into October. So like Daniel said, though, meteorological uh, autumn, so definitely, you know, a transition season. And I think we're, we're starting to feel it more. We've been getting more of these cold fronts. We definitely have been noticing the humidity dropping as well, finally. Uh, so that's also some great news. <laughs> As a meteorologist, though, I feel like we need to add a disclaimer to that statement. Um, most likely, we're done with the 90s. We could have a random rogue 90-degree day coming up. <laughs> because you never know. I mean, unofficially, we're probably done with the 90s. Yeah. But you never know. We could have those you know, yeah. random days uh, come up. So uh, don't be calling us and say Ulysses Garcia and Daniel Johnson said no more 90s. And here we go, having yeah. a 90-degree day in yeah. October. It's possible. It's possible, but, but it, definitely yeah. not likely. Yeah, yeah. It does look pretty. It looks like we might actually have a fall. I'm hoping. Yeah. You know? Knock on wood, because last spring, I feel like we had a spring. It really wasn't too bad, uh, and we had some comfortable temperatures at times. So maybe we'll have a a nice fall. We'll see. But will it stay wet? Because our trends have been getting wetter. Um, it seems like that new climate data that came in has been showing that we've been getting wetter here on the East Coast over the years and warmer too. Yeah. But we're still having, you know, winter. It doesn't mean we're not going to have snow or anything like that. So not that we had a lot of snow last winter, but we've had it in, the, in recent years. Uh, hasn't been the best winter for snow lovers, you know, the past few years. But um, we're still getting winters and the seasons still change. Although it does seem like these warmer months seem to be lasting statistically lasting a little bit longer, longer than they used to. But yeah. maybe not Maybe not this time. Maybe this transition into fall will be more typical. We'll see. No, yeah, absolutely. We'll see what happens. And I know in a few weeks from now, uh, you know, we'll have our winter outlook already. And Oh, yeah, it's right it's, around the corner. Yeah, I know, it's right on the corner. So it's amazing that we're already getting to that time of the year now. So, uh, but definitely, like you said, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it'd be nice to have an autumn and, mm -hmm. and eventually a, uh, a winter. I know we've been dealing with, uh, there's been a La Nina watch and everything, 
and the way the tropics have been. Yeah. So we'll see what happens mm -hmm. um, and also what happens with the jet stream and whatever. Yeah, because those El Nino, La Nina patterns that we've discussed in past yeah. podcasts really impact our weather, not just in the summer, the winter, the fall, it really impacts us. And we're noticing it now with the tropics, you know, with the La Nina um, expected to, you know, go on and um, continue. We'll see it's expected to last into the, into the, into the winter, um, maybe a strengthening Nina. So we'll see how that will influence because last winter was also a La Nina. So um, we'll see what happens. And we had average snowfall last winter, but that's for another podcast. And then um, our winter forecast, which is likely coming in early November. So we look forward to that. But man, these weeks are passing by so quickly. I can't believe it's fall already. The new season, summer went by so fast. It always does. The kids are back in school. Man, what, what happens with the time? It just, it just flies. It's science. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's, yeah, it's true. It's science. <laughs> it really you know, does it, fly. Ulysses was just explaining the pendulum and how, you yeah. know, in the, you know, equinox, we see it changing so quickly yeah. with the time. And it's all because that earth revolving around the sun. It's so cool when you think about it, you know, that we're in space right now. The planet we live on is moving around the sun and it's rotating on its axis. And all because of that, we have our seasons. Just cool when you think about it, right? Yeah, I, I agree. We're it's, such dorks. Uh, it's great. No, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's, um, it's one of the reasons why we, we love meteorology. And it's mm -hmm. also, you know, why we, we also, you know, I know if we, we like astronomy too. You know, it's, uh, of course. it's just interesting how it's all, it's all connected. Yeah. Do you want to quickly run through this sheet and just mention the sunrises and the yeah. sunsets coming up as we go through the next few months? Not to be Debbie Downers as the days are getting shorter, but we just want to mention a few dates um, with the sunrise and sunsets. So, yeah. So like we were mentioning before how the sun, how we lose that daylight, how we're losing it pretty quickly right now. Um, so just to talk about it quickly here. So on September 22nd, which is today, the day of the equinox, it's from 6.50 AM to 6.58 PM. That's the sunset time. That's actually 12 hours and eight minutes of daylight. Um, just a month from now on October 22nd, we're actually going to be just under 11 hours of daylight. So it'll be 10 hours and 56 minutes. And the amount of daylight lost from today to a month from now is going to be 72 minutes. Gosh, over an hour we lose in just a month. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then here's where the pendulum, you really begin to notice um, how the pendulum is beginning to slow down. So from October 22nd to November 22nd, we will be under, by that point, our daylight will be from 6.51 a.m., to 4:45 p.m. because you know we'll um, fall back, mm -hmm. but the amount of daylight loss will be only just 62 minutes. So you notice that's less of a time loss from October to November compared to September to October. Even though by this point we're down to less than 10 hours of daylight. Yeah, but still losing over an hour. So it's yeah. still a big cut. Yeah. But when we go on to the next one, what do you got? But when we go from November 22nd, which is around close to Thanksgiving, to the winter solstice on December 21st, the sunrise will be at 7.15 and the sunset will be at 4.45 and it'll give you exactly nine and a half hours of daylight on our shortest day of the year. But in that last month alone, we only lose 24 minutes of daylight. And this is where the wow. pendulum, um, you know, really um, is really defined. This is where the mm -hmm. pendulum is now making its way towards the middle, 
where that rate of change is at its slowest and at its smallest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's such a, a big change. We lose over an hour from September to October. We lose over an hour from October to November, and then we only lose 20 minutes or so from November to December. So yeah, that's a big, big change there. How it slows down, so yeah. very interesting stuff. All right, well, I think that's all we have for today's podcast. Did I miss anything? Was there something else you wanted to cover? No, I, I think we, you know, I think we mentioned that. And, you know, and like we mentioned before, even though right now we've just read you these numbers and we sound like Debbie Downer, just remember <laughs> the opposite will happen yeah. um, after the solstice. So, this, you know, so we'll have a small change in January of an increase. Then from January, February, you'll start noticing a bigger increase. And then the largest increase will be from February um, going into March. Right. So next summer we'll be here before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll keep tuning into our podcast every Wednesday. That'll get you quicker and quicker to the summer season if you're looking forward to next summer. Happy fall again to everyone. Enjoy your fall. Be safe. And uh, tune in next Wednesday for another edition of WeatherWise where we bring you weather wisdom. See you later, everyone.